March 10th, 1973. I remember the date because it marked the 14th anniversary of the Tibetan uprising in Lhasa in 1959, which triggered the flight of the Dalai Lama into the exile from which he has yet to return. I was studying Buddhism in Dharamsala, the Tibetan capital in exile, a former British hill station in the Himalayas. The sky that morning was dark, damp and foreboding. Earlier, the clouds had unleashed hailstones the size of miniature golf balls that now lay fused in white clusters along the roadside that led from the village of Macleodganj down to the Library of Tibetan Works and Archives, where the anniversary was to be commemorated. A white canvas awning, straining and flapping in the wind, was strung in front of the library. Beneath it sat a huddle of senior monks in burgundy robes, aristocrats in long grey chubas, and the Indian superintendent of police from Kotwali Bazaar. I joined a crowd gathered on a large terrace below and waited for the proceedings to begin. The Dalai Lama, a spry, shaven-headed man of thirty-eight, strode onto an impromptu stage. The audience spontaneously prostrated itself as one onto the muddy ground. He read a speech, which was barely audible above the wind, delivered in rapid-fire Tibetan, a language I did not yet understand, at a velocity I would never master. Every now and then a drop of rain would descend from the lowering sky. I was distracted from my thoughts about the plight of Tibet by the harsh shriek of what sounded like a trumpet. Perched on a ledge on the steep hillside beside the library, next to a smoking fire, stood a bespectacled llama, legs akimbo, blowing into a thigh bone and ringing a bell. His dishevelled hair was tied in a topknot. A white robe, trimmed in red, was slung carelessly across his left shoulder. When he wasn't blowing his horn, he would mutter what seemed like imprecations at the grumbling clouds, his right hand extended in the threatening mudra, a ritual gesture used to ward off danger. From time to time, he would put down his thigh bone and fling an arc of mustard seeds against the ominous mists.